Tired of ads interrupting your gripping investigations? Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music for all the music plus top podcasts included with your Prime membership. Ads shouldn't be the scariest thing about true crime. Start listening by downloading the Amazon Music app for free or go to amazon.com slash true crime ad free. That's amazon.com slash true crime ad free to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hello listeners, welcome to From Lads to Dads podcast, Christmas special! Merry Christmas! <laughs> this week we're going to be talking about Elf on the Shelf, because we all bloody hate him, but live him at the same time. We're going to be talking about... John Arna Wayson's another terrific story from the man himself. Always. And we're just going to be talking about all things Christmassy really, from being a lad to a dad, and what it entails, and the things we love and the things we hate. Yeah. So Matt, let's get the ball rolling. I'm sure the listeners are ready and raring to go like us. Elf on a shelf. Talk to me. Oh my God, that little shit. Uh, I find it incredibly difficult, incredibly annoying, trying to find things to do with him. Do you? Is that something that you come across, Ben? Uh, we've all stepped some, and he's a bit younger. We used to do it. Um, but you just sort of run out of ideas. We've had the one where you have him hanging off the Christmas tree, you have him... Buy the marshmallows and the hot chocolate. What's next? Where do you go from there? Well, that's when it gets a little bit. I don't know if you do this, but once you've done all the, you know, the the funny things, and you know, oh, he's put the toothpaste on again. Oh, look what he's gone and done. He's gone and written something on the wall, or you know, all that type of stuff. Once you've finished ransacking your own house, that's when I start looking for things that stimulate you. Yeah, things that maybe <laughs> think like make adults laugh. But it's still suitable for the kids to Does it involve a Barbie? As long as they don't get it, and as long as the kids don't, you know, get mentally scared from it, I think it's fine. I'd done it where it was hidden, hanging by a ribbon upside down over, like, shark-infested custard and all that stuff. Creative. Yeah, all that sort of thing. But then, gradually, I've seen people out there who've started sticking, like, plastic bags over Teddy's heads and saying, you know, if you don't do this, then the Teddy gets it. It just really helps with the kids' mindset as they're growing up. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Have you ever done it where you've, like, forgot to do it and you've had to rush downstairs in the middle of the night and just, like, put it next to the toaster? Yeah, that's, I think... It's Stick close, his head in the toaster. Closer it gets to Christmas, you have a midway point. At the beginning, you're really trying to get your creative juices flowing. You think, don't you, get up to December, you're like, I've got so many good ideas. December 6th, fuck all left in the chamber. Yeah, mid, mid-December, mid you're like, oh, should we just stick them on top of the tree? The best one I've seen, and it's a genius idea, is you wrap your elf's leg in a cast, and then you put a little note next to him, and you say, San- um, elf has been injured in the night. Santa has sent strict instructions that he needs rest, 
and he cannot move and he cannot do anything for the rest of Christmas until the run up for Christmas. What? So, so then, be asked to do it. Yes, yeah, so then you don't have to do <laughs> anything after that. You just keep him in the same spot. So you just leave a little note. The elf said he couldn't be asked with this one. He's done. Put little footprints out the back door. Yeah. Have you got your Christmas gift sorted yet, Matt? Um, no. I've, I don't ever do it until the last minute. But there's genius in this. I'm lazy and tight. So I like to wait until... <laughs> that, isn't that the, the, the most northern thing you've ever said? That's exactly why I'm the catch. I am. You wait until the last minute and you get everything reduced. It's like super Black Friday and you uh, you don't have to do anything until Christmas Eve. But, but then comes a panic wrapping, mate. I've got a bit of a Matt's moan when it comes to wrapping, actually. What, you, what, get off your chest, man. It's a perfect platform to share. Yeah, it's scissors and sellotape. So I don't know if this is just me. But when you're wrapping presents, for some reason, the scissors and the the sellotape become the Scarlet Pimpernel. They just uh, they just disappear. You, you're wrapping one minute, you've put them right next to you. The next minute, they're like the hardest thing to find in the world. Do you not do it where you just cut it all off and stick it on the side of the table and you just rip them off? Yeah, start with that, but then afterwards you you get so distracted with the whole. You wrapping do like three thing. pieces. Yeah, and then you're and then right, you need to do some more. Yeah, you just think I can't be bothered to do that again. I'm just cut every time but yeah you put them down and you think oh the underneath this the underneath the wrapping paper the ear the, the, they just disappear it's bloody do you know who's got it don't you oh it's, it's that fucking, fucking elf, elf yeah <laughs> <laughs> it's the elf oh the bastard's got your fucking scissors yeah. no I'm, I'm awful at wrapping to be fair I always try and I only wrap one one or two gifts myself I try and sweat the missus to do them mm. she's like I think women just like professional rappers they're born of it aren't they yeah, yeah. But I like to scrunch it up and just put a big old like I can wrap a football. That's about it. It's like the hardest thing to wrap, mate. A football? <laughs> yeah. That's no, not. It's real hard. These oh, maybe no I'm a pro and I don't even know it. Yeah, I think you're a really good rapper. Maybe I'm a poet and I don't even know it. <laughs> There's no corners, so like, I like to do just your standard. Well, there isn't football. Well, yes, there is. There's loads of corners. <laughs> I have a, a routine with rapping, a, a sort of a tactic. Mm. Let's hear it. Let's hear it. Probably the same tactic as every other person in the world. So you've got a box of something. You do your first fold in the middle. You sellotape it. You go to the sides. You fold one corner in, the other corner in. Yeah. Fold it into a flap and then do it. A, a ball, there's nothing you can do with that. You just get a load of paper, scrunch it over it and put a ribbon on If you do it with your partner, it's good, like you say, because you can sort of try and find a way for them to do it for you Look until at, it comes to their presence. Yeah. Well, you get them to wrap theirs. <laughs> this is for my mum. Uh, one thing, my, my stepdad does this, and it's, it gets my goat, is when people wrap a present so tight, and so they'll use like layers and layers of sellotape. I think he does it on purpose. So you can't it? get into so it. So you can't get into it. And you sat there, and the joy of ripping open a present is ruined. And this is what he'd do to us as children. And I think this is his, it was his like, thing. This is his thing, isn't it? He, he would wrap it so tightly, <laughs> and so, like, well, <laughs> that... As a six-year-old and you're trying to get into your presents, you just you're just scraping on plastic because it's just oh, yeah. nails are fucked. <laughs> Nothing. Well, speaking of so your your stepdad, just said that, and this is what my dad was like at Christmas. Yeah. So my dad at Christmas, I'd come in pissed from like Christmas Eve. He'd have a few at home, and he'd be like, "Tomorrow, you know, you might get your present you want. You never know." And I'd, I remember this, and I went. I really want an Xbox. You know, my mates get an Xbox, all the Call of Duty malarkey, you know, all that shit. Mm. But I was too much of a lad, so I never really played, you know. Yeah. But I wanted to be part of the gang, you know, online crew. 
<laughs> so I said to my dad after that, I'm going to get an Xbox. He's like, fuck off. They're well too dear. You're 18, grow up, you bastard. And <laughs> yeah. I kept going on about it, kept going on about it. And I knew Christmas was coming. Like, you know, if I wanted it, I could have saved up my money and gonna got one before I go on Christmas. I don't waste my money on that, waste someone else's. Mm. My dad, like, would come in for like, it was a Saturday at home after work, and he'd come in with his bags. It looked like, you know, the shop game. Yeah. And he'd, he'd, he'd purposely get the bags from game and put he'd go, oh, don't look in there, don't look in there. <laughs> and I'd go, he's got me an Xbox, I ain't fucking stupid. He goes, right, okay. But what he'd do is he'd buy me a game for an Xbox, but it would like it'd be a game size package, and he'd be like, right, can't open that one, you've got to open that one to last, second to last, this one second to last. And it'd be this little box, it's like the size of a game, like FIFA 10 or something, where it was. Yeah. Uh, FIFA 10? Is that even a game? <laughs> yeah, FIFA, like, you know, the little square boxes. Yeah. And then it'd be one big cardboard box, which obviously the Xbox in. He, um, he goes, right, open this one last. And I'm going, that's the Xbox game, that's FIFA. I told him what FIFA would cost, and that'd be in there. Obviously, you don't want to open that first, and you know, the, you know, it's the, the, the fiends in, isn't it? Yeah. So, he goes, here, open this one, mate, Merry Christmas. And he's brought this box over to me. I'm going, oh, cheers, Dad. No, no, fine, well, I made an Xbox. So I've opened the fucking thing, Xbox 360, yeah? Mm. And I'm going, fucking hell. It's a bit light though. Yeah. Nothing in it, I could hear it rattling. And I've opened it up, and he's got me an empty carton of 12 eggs and put a 360 on it. <laughs> Eggbox 360. I oh, know, I was like, <laughs> I was like, John. What the fuck? And he goes, go on, you may as well open this. And I'm thinking it's an ex like a FIFA game. He's done like, oh, actually, here's your gift. And it was like, how to make loads of eggs. A little cookery book. What a laugh. And he was like, and he looked, he looked at me and went, you fucking idiot. <laughs> like, I was like, John, what was that all Did about? Did you get your Xbox? No, didn't oh, We've got this thing that we're doing, and we are a really normal family, but you know, every family's got like a weird thing that they sometimes do. This is one of these things that I think is quite strange to other people and I've noticed it when I've had like girlfriends have come in at Christmas and then they see dangerous, what's going on dangerous territory because that's when you see the parents piss isn't it well not not just that but it's uh, it's where you see the weird things that they do so I've um, we have this thing where there's there's the presents and before you're allowed to open the present on the tag there's like a, a, a like a ram like a clue ram uh, <laughs> what the and, fuck and you have to solve so you start this we're going we're a really normal family <laughs> Yeah, no, what? I only I only realised like it was, a fucking riddle. I, yeah, a riddle. That's it, a riddle. And I only noticed it's weird when like my ex came round at Christmas and she was about to open a present. And I went, whoa, 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 whoa! You've got to solve the riddle before you're allowed to open it. And she's like, "What the fuck? What?" what? So I'm like, "There's a riddle on it. You need to read what the if riddle." You don't get the riddle. Have you got presents <laughs> you backed up from 1992? <laughs> you can't open it. You have to like Google it. <laughs> but that's the thing. You can't Google it because it's it it relates. Oh, it states that on the tag. Yeah, it relates to the present. So there'll be. There'll be summer, and it's so like it's so cheesy and. and Who comes up with these riddles? Ever, my stepdad. <laughs> so it's it, uh, so it's me or our dads and stepdads. Just, well, they're well, mental. We're, we're them now, aren't we? Yeah, they'll. And I know Albie ends up putting riddles on my uh, kids' um, presents, but no, it'll say something like, you know, like cryptic clues. They're like cryptic clues, so you have to guess what it is before you open it. So no, what what only not only does it. Spoil the present. Spoil. You know, people like shake it mm. and then they go, oh, right, okay, it's box chocolates and you've spoiled the present before you've opened it. Not only do you know what you're opening before you actually open it, so the surprise is gone, you have to spend 20 minutes like you're Stressing on bloody masterminds trying to, trying to solve it and it'll be like, 
it comes in blue, but it's always two. Blue socks. Oh, right, okay. Yeah, like blue socks. So it's, it's blue socks. You'll be looking at your, your girlfriend at the time, you'll be mortified, and you'll be sat there going, I'm, I'm really... Really I'm sorry. really sorry you can't open it until you've actually solved the riddle. And everyone, the whole family sat there going, Staring at her. Solve it. Solve, Go on, solve it. it. I just want to open it if that's all right. Oh, it's a pair of mittens. Yeah, so yeah, that's a weird thing that we do. We wish you a Merry Christmas. We wish you a Merry Ever had any Christmas hiccups? As in like, regarding the Christmas dinner? Or has there been any problems or any cock-ups? Are uh, you getting on to my gravy that I did for you when we ah, did a Christmas? Ah, ah, I wasn't, but let's go into that swamp you made. <laughs> I, I love gravy, being a northerner, and I take pride in it. But unfortunately, I had lots on at the time trying to cook for everyone, and it turned out to be fair. To be fair to you, greasy. To be fair, everything else was spot on. Thanks. But I think you thought because you're like semi-professional gravy maker. You thought I've got this in the bag. Don't need to worry about the gravy. So you took your after prize, mate. It was like an Anthony Joshua fight. I went in. We've no, like... You saying a little at Andy Rees? <laughs> you did after that, uh, How much Christmas I that, dinner. Yeah. Uh, we, we, did, we ate a lot, didn't we? Well, do you want to hear fucking another story about Christmas that my... The other parent, my mum, was managed to fuck up. Yeah, go on then. So my mum used to be a chef. Right. So Christmas in our house is mental. It's, she does this brunch thing, which could feed the 5,000. There's like more sausages than Bernard Matthews has ever seen. There's everything, mate. Bernard Matthews dealing sausages or just ham? Twizzlers, didn't he? Oh, their boss, by the way. But yeah, so cheers, Jamie Oliver. Cheers, Jamie, you prick. <laughs> so yeah, my mum, you know, you know, as you do, like a Bucks fizz in the morning. You know, it's Christmas day. So yeah, you have a Bucks fizz. And my mum getting all jolly. She makes a breakfast. That's just amazing. I big it up every time. Um, and then we get to the bird. My mum, like like all the Waysons, we our eyes are bigger than our belly so we've got a turkey the size of a small Fiat Punto mm. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and my mum's wrapping it in fucking bacon wrapping it in fucking stuffing like she's stuffing the shit out of it you know like scary movie yeah. the guy with a little claw he's like I stuffed the shit out of this there's like everything <laughs> in this bird yeah. and it smells through the house unbelievable mind you she's throwing back the Prosecco she's having a laugh she's dancing around to Dancing Queen and every year it's like the pinnacle of our year this meal mm. Joe's had a couple too many, you know, drinks for the day. And we're like, Mum, how long's dinner? And she's pissed. She's like, ah, when it's fucking ready. <laughs> but my dog, Max, keeps seeing... We had a big Alsatian at the time. Yeah. And I keep seeing my mum open the, the oven because she can't read the time because she's that pissed. She's looking to see, does it look all right? Does it look all right? And Max is snooping around the oven. We had an argue. You know, the bottom shelf opens up instead of, you know, yeah. like, a, like an oven would. But um, you can't regulate an aggregate, can you? It's just one temperature all well, the as, time. Well, as a, as a, as a gas-safe engineer, um, I was able to regulate. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, she was doing that. And uh, you know the big, you know the foil things it comes into? Yeah. So my mum's put that in. And this foil thing's massive. It's like a small swimming pool. And uh, she's gone to pick it out. And she's like, right, turkey's coming out. Like, my dad's going to come through and carve it, get, like, get it all you know, ready. By foil thing comes in, do you mean a tray? That's, is it, that's what it's called? <laughs> yes, yeah. oh, we've just called it full things for the rest of our life. So, so Turkey's coming out, we hear that oven door open. Won't make the door. Should I do an impression of the oven door opening? Mm. Well, that was you. <laughs> that's good though. And uh, this turkey is like, the fucking thing is squished in there, it's huge. And we're all like licking our lips. But the silly cow, because she's had a few too many Proseccos, she's picked it up with no oven gloves on. Oh, and she's dropped it on the floor. Yeah, slipped in the grease fat, 
Oh, the, not funny. Falling all over the place. Yeah. But by the time it's bounced once off the floor, the Alsatian Max has devoured <laughs> a, like a six pound turkey. I bet he bent his mouth. If, well, mate, you would have thought, wouldn't you? Yeah. But dogs like Argus, they can regulate. <laughs> yeah. And he smashed this whole turkey and he's laying out, he, like, gone, bounced, gone. He grabbed it. You know, like you see in like David Attenborough things, like the hyenas getting a, like a little bit of, well, they grab some, like, what was it, a little elk or something, they rip it to shreds and drag it off to their little headquarters. Yeah. The Max done that, took it into the utility, and all you hear is like den under the door. It was like a like an absolute horror film going on in there. And uh, yeah, my mum's crying, and Max is there. We open the door, like just the carcass of bones there, and he's there laying on the floor, stuffed. <laughs> my dad went, "Do you want some gravy, Max?" <laughs> me and my dad and my mum. My mum went up to bed, pissed off. I think she's pissed. And me and my dad, we just had potato sandwiches. We had a roast potato sandwich from a Christmas. This is it. It's not. It's not like in the movies, is it? Christmases. You know when you see Home Alone and stuff. I mean, bearing in mind that's a bad example because that's a pretty bad Christmas if you lose your child twice. But twice. You're a poor well, parent. Well, didn't she? She only realised she lost him when she was halfway to fucking Paris. Yeah, yeah. She's not. She did not care at all. And it's a little bit in that um, in that film, a little Easter egg that no one notices when she puts something in the bin. Right at the beginning, there's a little moment she puts things in the bin. What Home Alone one. Yeah, and she puts stuff in the bin. And when she puts the thing in the bin, one of those things is is Kevin's ticket. So she'd oh. already, he was never coming anywhere because she put the ticket in the bin. She planned this. She did. Listeners, please, if you watch Home Alone uh, this Christmas, just pause it when she sticks the stuff in the bin and you'll realise she didn't want Kevin there in the first place. Oh, I never knew she's that. an attention seeker. She's come in, she's not allowed him to there, and then she sits on a... Sc- Playing, uh, screaming. So what's the air? She's been, she's, she thinks she's going to get found out, so she's gone all defensive. Yeah, and then she... <laughs> yeah, she gives it all that. She's running around, oh, I must find out. So she's planned it all from the bloody beginning. Bitch. Yeah. Absolute bitch. And, and, in like, and then to set it off, she's done it again a couple of years later on. Yeah, exactly. The, once bit and twice shy. What's... What has Kevin done to deserve this? Well, that's another spin-off story. What has Kevin done? Can I be honest what I think it is? What do you reckon it is? Insurance job. Really... I think <laughs> yeah. what they've done is, they thought, you know what, Kevin did a proper good job of wrecking the house getting burglars in last last year so what we'll do this year is leave him again but potentially we can we can find some sort of claim uh unfortunately what did happen was they were in new york so they, they, took the him, house. they took him to that house that was in the and i'm using inverted quotes inverted commas here to a house that was being uh, restored it was There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss plushcare.com slash weight loss tired of ads interrupting your gripping investigations good news ad free listening is available on amazon music for all the music plus top podcasts included with your prime membership ads shouldn't be the scariest thing about true crime start listening by downloading the amazon music app for free or go to amazon.com slash true crime ad free that's amazon.com slash true crime ad free to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads planning for your next trip Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. 
and is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. His uncle's house, And then they fucked that house up. So it was an insurance claim there. Did they, are they sat pretty now? Well, I'm pretty sure it was his uncle's house. So what I think has happened is that Kevin's mum and the dad went and had a little chat with their uncle, her brother, and said, look, we've earned a fucking bomb off this last year with these two wet bandits and, and whatnot. And him, sticky bandits. Uh, yeah, and throwing shit around the house and like messing the place up and, and putting slip, oil on the floor. Do so you reckon it was like a family meeting? Yeah. Like, so the uncle, you ready to do it again? The uncle has come in and he's gone, how do, how do you reckon we could, because I'm renovating somewhere at the moment and it's falling through. Uh, I haven't got the money to carry on renovating Can we it. use Kev? Can we use Kev again, do you think? Or is he a bit too old now? And she's like, nah, nah. What we'll do is, you're in New York, right? Yeah, yeah. Okay, well, he'll love it there because it's Christmas. We'll take him there. He we'll buy him two turtle doves or something. Mate, he won't have an absolute clue. But what I will do is, I'll lose him in New York. But what I'll say is, I'll say, by the way, and I'll just plant it in his head, I'll say, your uncle has got a great place. Because ah. how, like, how did he yeah, know about it? Yeah, but they... No, because he had it in his diary. He's got his dad's diary. He'll journey in it. But, ah. pretty, pretty, I don't know, you know, I, I know when stuff, like, this is one of my gifts. Right. I can tell when things are written down if it's, like, new or it's old. Uh-huh. He's obviously written that in his journal then and there. Yeah. To show Kev, like, oh, and, and how, the page just happened to fall on it, didn't it? Yeah. So that's, that's subliminally, Kev's going, I need to go there and fuck the house up. Well, I think what Kev's dad has probably done is written it, and then he's got the spine of the, the diary, and he's, he's on that page. He's like, you know where you go backwards and forwards on the spine? So when it does fall open, it falls open on that page and then continuously. Kev's going, it's, you know, it's God's way of saying, I need, I need to get there. You can fool us once, but, and you can fool Kevin twice, but you can't fool us twice, mate. We know an insurance job when we see one. I'm going to write to someone about this. Don't, mate, it's pointless. I've tried many a times and they just reject your letters again and again and again. So it's like, just leave it. They're and that restraining order you have. Yeah, yeah. You'll find yourself in court. So, mate, such a good film, though. It is a great film. What is your favourite Christmas film? Do you remember, oh, what's it called? The Girl's Turbo Man, was it? Jingle All The Way with Arnold Schwarzenegger. Get out! You know the one where he's become a superhero? I know it. I'm just shocked that you... Yeah, I'm pretty sure that's got a rating of like 2% on Rotten Tomatoes or something. Is well, it like, good? Yeah. Well, I mate, mean, I'm sorry. I just feel like I've just laid you, into your. You know when you ask for my opinion and you just finger bang me. <laughs> sorry, mate. Yeah, that sounds really one of my favourites. Just because got Arnold Schwarzenegger in. Yeah, share the same birthday. Shout out to you, Arnold or I, Arnie. I need to watch it because I've I've I rely too much on ratings and don't just watch things because there's plenty of films that I know are dog shit that I love. I absolutely, love. one of them. Um, Oh, you put me on the spot here now. Uh, You're not prepared for this, were you, Matt? Nah, I, I, but I'm pretty sure there is a, a lot of films that I watch that many people would look at and go, "That's a tr- uh, Starship Troopers." <laughs> <laughs> not a lot of old shit. It's uh, 
it's rated very badly, but it's a bloody great film to watch some people fight. Oh, off. do you remember Small Soldiers? Great film. Unreal film. That's yeah. another Christmas thing. But my favourite now I'm a dad is oh god man. Don't let I know oh, no, this yeah. is the thing. No, it's changed me, it's fucked me up. Okay. Um the Polar Express has been thrown at me time every night at the moment every bloody he goes uh, okay. Theo goes train choo 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 and I'm like mate alright we've watched Polar Express three times this evening so we, that's got to be my favourite now every time the telly's on it's Polar Express Polar Express I'm sick of that fucking film I like Grinch I like Grinch's um, outlook on Christmas not in ways of because if you look at it it, te- it looks like he's you know he bloody hates it and everything else like that but eventually he really warms to it and he's got the sense of humour of Freddy Krueger. You know, it's like a dark sense of humour. Great Christmas film. Yeah, but he's funny. Like, Freddy Krueger's quite funny. You know, and he's like, hey, want to play a game? And he's like, want to play, drag the babysitter up the wall? And he's like, going up and down and stuff. That's an over-the-top sense of humour. It's quite... It's, and that appealed to you? It, I used to... <laughs> my dad used to let me watch horror films when I was little, and it was our thing, go to Blockbusters and watch horror movies. Shout out to... <laughs> is Blockbusters even around anymore? Do you uh, remember that Friday night Friday Blockbuster? Night. Yeah, it was amazing. And you'd look for all the new releases, and the, the, they would they had been released like two and a half years ago, but they were the new releases yeah, at the time. of course. But, um, yeah, and he always used to do funny things. Like, he'd grab that girl who always wanted to be on TV and smashed her head through the TV and was like, here's your big break on TV! And he'd like ram her head through the TV. And it's like, that's dark humour, that. But people don't get it. It's like the Smiths. You know, like the getting hit by a bus lands and you're the one for me, fatty. People are like, <laughs> oh, that's terrible. It's bloody hilarious. Oh, my and, God. And the Grinch is just the same. Like, when he's playing um, that game with himself, when he's like, hello! And he's like, hello! And then oh, is it the like, echo bit? You're an idiot! And he's like, you're an idiot! I think it's hilarious. So, uh, yeah, Grinch is... So good. that's your favourite? Mm, wouldn't say it's my favourite but it's up there my my favourite is Love Actually I know that sounds makes me sound I'm going to have to leave now yeah (laughs) sorry but it's a great the listeners are going to I've never even seen it because I used to be a lad Uh, well even if you're a lad you're a dad you're a did you cry no I'm not a a big crier but I just I think it's a great film I like all those um, what's his name who makes those type of films he makes Forward Into the Funeral and them like really British films it makes you just feel Guy Ritchie Nah, it's, um, it, you so know, where does Elf stand? Elf, uh, it was on the other night, it was on last night, and yeah, it's good, but I don't get the fuss about it. People are like, oh, wow. it's brilliant. Wow. You it, don't get the fuss about it? I don't it. get the fuss about it. What, because he yeah, shouts, Sterner, I know him, of course you know him, you're an elf. Like, I don't get yeah, it. Is he an elf? He's a, he was trapped in elf world. Give the guy a break, Matt. You really, like, what do you expect? Everyone just be hung happy, happy in the world? Maybe he wouldn't find himself, you know? Well, it's a bit. Don't like, be so elfist. It's a bit like the Little Mermaid. They wish for stuff, oh and then God. they don't want it anymore. It's like, oh, I, I'm gagging for these legs, and blah, 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 <laughs> and then I'm gagging for these legs. Yeah, like she's always all excited for legs. <laughs> Walt Disney, and, and then she gets there and she goes, "Oh, the real world's shit. I want to go back." And then the same with Elf. He's like, "Oh, how it? much is petrol prices?" <laughs> yeah. And then he gets there and he's like, this place is shit, nobody's happy and everybody's, welcome to the real world, pal. Like, Wake up and smell the coffee, you little prick. <laughs> yeah, this is it. I just can't stand films that make you feel shit about the world oh, you're in. gagging for these legs. <laughs> like, all it is, it's one of those films where, there's plenty of them about, where you get these people who are in these real fantastic utopian worlds, uh, under the sea or wherever they are, where they're real happy and they go, 
Ooh, I wonder what it'd be like to go and live in Scunthorpe. And like they're just like they're there, oh, and they're like, "Oh, it God. turns out it's shit. Doncaster's pretty great." And then, <laughs> and, and then, oh, I want to go back. Well, don't make me. Everybody in Doncaster and Scunthorpe feels shit about their lives. Exactly. They, they don't come living in your world. They don't come under the sea and go. Oh, it's a bit wet. Yeah. Like, it's, do you know what I mean? <laughs> oh my God, gagging yeah. for these legs. It's uh, uh, another thing that gets my goat at Christmas. Actually, talking about magical people and uh, don't get me wrong I love I love Christmas and I love the magic of it all but it's the man in the red suit so two things two things really one why does he have to terrify children so much so you spend your first years as a dad a lot of people trying to force your child on someone else's knee <laughs> who they don't want to be there it goes against every single thing. Because like we're the opposite of stranger danger. No, yeah, it's all right. Exactly. It goes against every... I've spent the past few weeks now, the autumn caught a first sight of Santa. We was in uh, Butterfly World and there was a, there's like a snake bit and she's obsessed oh, with snakes. That. I hate snakes. She absolutely loves them. And we was in the snake bit and then all of a sudden Santa Claus came walking around the corner. I thought, oh, yes. So I was like, so you were excited. Yeah. So I was like, Autumn, look, who's that? I was really excited for her to see Santa. And then she saw him and she went, Oh, burst into tears. I'm scared. I'm scared. I want to see the snakes again. I want to go to. So she wanted to fuck Santa off with the snakes. She'd rather be in a in a pit of snakes than near Santa. That's mental. So then, what you have to do for the first like few years is turn around and go. No, honestly. You need to go to him. He's please, a nice man. Please tell me you sat on Santa's knee. Look, it's all right. <laughs> Daddy's doing it. Oh, what am I getting? <laughs> Get so off my leg, mate. <laughs> we teach our children that it's okay for a, a, a man, an, a man... He's old, isn't he? An old man to sneak into their bedrooms at night and empty their sack in, in, their, in their rooms without anyone... Like, with, it's like 10 round going, if you see a strange man in the room, don't worry, he's fine because he's a kind, nice man and he'll give you toys... And he'll give you everything. And then the next part of life will go, if any stranger offers you toys or asks you to get in their van, van <laughs> that's got toys in it, you say no. Kids, we're really making it hard for them, aren't we? They're all confused. And not only that, one thing that annoys me, and again, not being tight or out, is when you've spent a shitload on presents and oh. then he takes all the credit for it because you can't turn around and oh, go, actually... Oh, Santa. Oh, look, he's got me. He's made all these toys for me. Nah, nah, no, I, no, I, no, I, I, I work my bollocks off. I've seen you in two months. Yeah. <laughs> but you can't. So you have to just go... Oh, yeah, 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 that made-up bastard. What a great boy. guy. He's such a kind oh, man. Well, I don't even think... So. Well, Santa's obviously for... Well, I don't want to ruin it for any listeners who are, under, who are young'uns, which I doubt it. You know, he's still real, isn't he, Matt? Yeah, <laughs> But, like, garden centres. Yeah. Come and see Santa, or little farm shops, or little. Go and visit Santa. We're, he's not building them, we're paying for it. 17 quid to see Santa. What's happened recently with this whole. I don't remember these when I was younger. I don't remember these five years ago. Like breakfast with Santas and things like that. Shut you, the know, the, you know, brunches with Santa and stuff. What, Santa and brunch? Every Shouldn't he be in center? the shop making those toys? Every garden centre you go to. Here, £25 to have breakfast with Santa. Well, do you know I want to have breakfast with? It's not Kim with. Kardashian. I want to have breakfast with the elves, because they're the ones who do the hard work. This fat bastard's doing nothing. Nah. Reeking the benefits. By the way, if you are listening to this in the car uh, with your children, obviously we're joking that Santa's real. <laughs> oh, he's such a smashing bloke. <laughs> he's such a great guy. We wish you a Merry Christmas. We wish you a Merry Christmas. We wish you a Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year.
you get in your door for Christmas? Ooh, I'm gonna get her. I'm gonna get her a tickle me Elmo. Sorry, pardon. Tickle your emo. <laughs> tickle my emu. It's a it's a, a tickle me Elmo. You, you, she doesn't watch Elmo that much on TV. Oh, she'll love it then. But whenever it is on, loves it. So and then I saw it in in the toy shop, mm. and I brought it down, and it's ears because a lot of the things that you can. You know, you're supposed to press their tummy and they do stuff. Well, a lot of them, she's too small to do it. So when she's pressing, it doesn't work and an adult has to do she's it. She's not strong enough. Yeah, this one, you literally touch it and it vibrates and it's like, Just oh, what you want. Just what you want. Yeah, so it's, uh, that's, that's... So you're all set on that front. I think I'm going to get her that and then, um, yeah, I'll just, like usual, probably go over the top. But what I won't do with, what I won't do, and each to their own, everyone's allowed to do it, but what I certainly will not do is post on Facebook a huge mound of presents going, oh, little Chantelle's going to be overwhelmed when she sees all these in the morning. You're not, you're not doing it for any other reason other than to show how much you've spent on your child. You may as how... well just put your receipt online. Oh, why don't you just, yeah, why don't you just stick your receipt online and go... That's what we've got. Deal with it. Deal with it. Merry Christmas. We're so much better than you. This is is us having a competition with you because we've bought our child more stuff and in our shallow little world, it makes us feel better. (laughs) Do you feel better getting off your chest? Uh, Yeah, Yeah, you do. I'm glad you feel better, mate. Although, for those who are just excited, show their presents. Yeah. Just I share their stuff, yeah. You just rip their dream <laughs> apart. Apologise for that. Do what Merry you Christmas, you lot. Everyone's allowed to do whatever they want. So, yeah, well, obviously people know this time of year could be quite stressful. Yeah. Have you got any advice? As you know, we've been through a lot in the last few months, the last year. Have you got any advice to deal with the stress over this time of year? Like, keeping yourself... Because I don't think... I know Christmas is all about giving, but it's probably the best gift you can give You know, someone is... You at your best state, isn't it? Yeah. Your, your, your best mental state. So you don't want to be putting yourself under so much stress. Yeah. And put yourself to you know I can't afford this. I feel bad and not go. You want to be you want to be feeling the best you can. Well, at, yeah. You know you don't have to think about expense I as think, long as your family have got the best version of you. Yeah, I think that follows on from what I was just saying, and I, I didn't mean that as a dig. I mean, are I you think, sure? Because it's fucking sounded <laughs> like it. I think people are allowed to you know it sh- show off and be be happy that they've got their children lots. of presents and things but also I think yeah you need to bear in mind that some people can't buy 150 presents or whatever for for the child that's going to play with them like once or whatever so I think if you are in that situation where you can knock knock people down yeah it can knock people down and that's where my main thing went with that is that it's it can make people feel really, really rubbish about getting their children presents and things like that. And one thing that somebody said to me the other day, and it really hit home, is when I was five, six, seven, you can pick any age, I don't remember what I got when I was five for my presents. I don't remember what I got when I was seven. What I do remember is like playing with your family or... or Christmas meals, all round the table, the, all happy, yeah. Yeah, the smell of the... That's what's all. that's what it's all about. Yeah, I mean, it was really sentimental, the thing that the person was saying. It was like, yeah, I, I don't remember how many presents I got, but I do remember counting the marshmallows in my tea or whatever. But the the, the premise of it... Marshmallows is that, in tea? Not tea, you know, in you the hot northern bastard! <laughs> but, yeah, the premise of it all is that it doesn't matter how many presents you get your child. It doesn't matter what you can afford, what you can get them... Because they don't, they won't remember and they won't care in 
two years' time. They'll remember next year when they want a different type. What, what, they, they, what they will remember, though, is if you're not the best version of yourself and you're down, and they'll remember that Christmas, like, oh, that's, your daddy wasn't very, he wasn't very well or he wasn't good. You want to, they're the people, they look up to you, don't you? They, you're their knight in shining armour. Yeah. So you don't need to, you know, you don't need to be trying to be like anyone else's family. Feeling you stressed know. or feeling inadequate. Get around that table, have a good Christmas drink, have a good Christmas dinner with everyone. Yeah. And just be there for one another and enjoy it. Don't put the stress, because the last thing you want this time of year, money, money, money. You know, everyone's off work with a couple of weeks break. It's not about that. And trust me, I've been there where I've been down thinking I've, I've not spent hardly anything and I feel shit for it. And on the flip side, for single parents, uh, dads and mums out there, they'll be Christmases. I'm having one of those Christmases this year where I can't spend it with my daughter because it's... With her mum, yeah. With her mum and, and sometimes the mum or the dad wants to spend that year just them. Um, my, and to sit there and, and think, oh, it's going to be terrible or it's going to be awful... Don't think about it like that because one, your child is having a bloody great Christmas yeah, at, at home, and and the other thing is that there will be a time when you can see your child and completely make up for it, whether it's the next day on Boxdale, whether it's in t- ten days' time. Just by seeing, but just by her seeing you or the kids seeing their parent, that's made up for enough, isn't it? As long as you're there for them, and you know, you just got to be there in a right frame of mind, haven't you? Yeah, and and again, like we said, they're not going to sit there and go, oh, I remember that Christmas. Daddy want there, our mummy want there. They'll remember the day you spent with them, whether yeah, it's in ten days or. Of course, it doesn't matter as long as you're always there. So what we're saying really is, this Christmas, you know, it can have a massive impact on people's mental health regarding stress, anxiety, um, depression, of anything. Um, you know, and Christmas comes drinking. Drinking's a depressant. You know, I'm not saying you know don't drink, just drink responsibly. But that could be a downward spiral for the depression and the anxiety to kick in. So just go in with the right mindset. Don't worry. Enjoy your Christmas, you lot. And uh, we'll be seeing you in the new year. Yeah. Have a great Christmas. Merry Christmas, you filthy animals. And a happy new year. Take care, guys. Love you. Bye. We wish you a Merry Christmas. We wish you a Merry Christmas. We wish you a Merry Christmas. And a happy Tired of ads interrupting your gripping investigations? Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music for all the music plus top podcasts included with your Prime membership. Ads shouldn't be the scariest thing about true crime. Start listening by downloading the Amazon Music app for free or go to amazon.com slash true crime ad free. That's amazon.com slash true crime ad free to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. Normally, being a little extra might be a bit much, but not when it comes to healthcare. That's why United Healthcare's Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, supplement your primary plan so you manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50 luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.